Hello and welcome to the Substance of Life Experience Podcast. Glad you could join us today. Today's topic is going to be uh, a little bit personal. And um, it is not an interview, uh, but it will be a sharing of some of the new adventures that I've taken in life. I've had the experience to change my landscape and retire. Uh, Back in September, I took the big, bold leap. And um, I transitioned from my career of 35 years into what we coin in the United States as retirement. And I say transition because it is indeed a transition. I made the decision because about a year ago, my husband was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And any cancer survivor or any spouse that has had the experience of dealing with another spouse who has uh, undergone various cancer treatments can identify with the emotions and the time requirements and just everything that you go through to care for a loved one who is battling cancer and it is indeed a battle. So I went to my little private corner and had a deep conversation with myself and my God and The result of that was, I don't know how much time my husband has, but I do want to be able to spend quality time with him. And what that meant was, I would have to make a decision, or I should make a decision, to change my career path. And I did that. So this episode is to share with you those of you who are contemplating a transition from that career path that you're currently on into what we've coined and defined as retirement, uh, all of the emotions that one goes through as they experience getting from one point to the next, maneuvering through or zigging and zagging in and out of the emotion pathways for the retirement landscape. It was indeed an eye-opening experience for me because I've attended plenty of seminars that discuss retirement in its totality. But of those seminars, I have yet to hear anyone discuss the emotional experience that you will encounter as you make your decision to retire, as you plan out your retirement, as you go through a stream, and I do mean a stream, of various emotions. Uh, They don't talk about that. A majority of the seminars, well, I'm not going to say a majority. I will say all of the seminars that I have attended have concentrated on my financial wealth and my financial stability. And I want to stop at that point 
and let everyone know that I will be having another podcast where I will be addressing the financial piece or the financial umbrella um, that is retirement and share some of those experiences that I have researched and uncovered with you. But for this particular episode, we are strictly talking about emotions. Everyone goes through them differently. Everyone will have different emotions as they maneuver through the landscape and transition from that career to what we now coin retirement. And I do recognize that there are those of us out there who have given a different definition to retirement. Some of us uh, look at it as transitioning from one job to another. Some of us look at it as transitioning from one career to another career. Uh, Some of us don't get the opportunity to do any of that. And and I recognize that. I recognize that I am very fortunate. And that my 35 years has uh, been interesting. And I'm grateful that I am young enough to make the decision to transition to a, a different landscape. So with that, I invite you to sit back and just give me a few moments of your time. And if I say something that's intriguing or something that has pricked your curiosity, by all means, send me an email. I would be more than happy to share additional thoughts with you. So one of the interesting experiences is when you make the decision to retire and you put in your paperwork and you know you you calculate it what you think you may be getting in your pension or from your employer's benefits that you have uh, put into all these years and you say to yourself wow I really made this decision and this is how it's going to affect me you look at it from a financial perspective nowhere in any seminar that I've had that tries to prepare you for retirement did we have the emotional discussion and that's one of the things that I want to share with you now so as I was making the decision to retire and it became real to me that this was going to happen I experienced an onslaught of emotional uh, feelings that were very similar to going through a loss like a human loss, a death, emotional decisions that were very close to experiencing what one might experience when one is getting married or one is getting divorced. And then there were just moments of elation that I had reached a point in my life where I was about to cross over to a different threshold. And that was jubilation and uh, an exuberant feeling of pure joy. 
none of the courses that I took prepared me for those types of emotions. And believe me when I tell you, those types of emotions came like a flood. I mean, one moment I was uh, crying, the next I was giggling and laughing because I realized, oh my goodness, this is real, this is actually going to happen. Um, and I called a few friends who had experienced retirement and the interesting thing was they shared with me they had the very same experiences. They went through the very same emotions. And I was like, oh my God, nobody has sat down and shared with us about the emotional toll. There was a period of being extremely uh, on edge because you could not calculate the possible. You did not know what was going to happen or how it was going to happen or, you know, what your next steps might be. How is your family going to move forward? Uh, you know, your kids are grown. You have your home. All of those things that happen in the background of your life that you're accustomed to. And, and what do I mean, those things that happen in the background that you're accustomed to? You know, your gym memberships, your vacations, the things that you normally done for the past 25, 30 years in life. You know, are you going to continue to be able to do that from a financial perspective? These things went through my mind. And as they went through my mind, they triggered emotions. You know, are you still going to be able to attend those events that you attended? Uh, are you still going to be able to basically wine and dine yourself the way that you had been accustomed to doing those things for the past 20 to 30 years? And I know what you're saying because, you know, a lot of people... And I will take my sisters, for example. My sisters who are in the military and who have retired from the military. You know, they've done their 25, their, their 20 years, and they're getting ready to go out into the world, you know, um, and, and start a new adventure. Because that's exactly what it is. It is a new adventure. Do they go through these same emotions? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And for some of them that I've spoken with, it's a little bit harder because for the past 20 years, you've had uh, a military regimented way of life. You knew you were going to have a place to live and where you were going to live. You knew you were going to get a paycheck on the 1st and the 15th of the month. There were so many knowns. And now you're getting ready to step out into the unknown. And, more importantly, that paycheck that you were accustomed to receiving on the 1st and the 15th will undoubtedly be cut in half. When you think about it, it became terrifying. And that's when the emotion of fear, am I making the right decision, comes into play. And I have to share with you, you have got to trust your gut. You have got to prepare. Whatever preparation looks like for you, this is not an off-the-cuff decision. 
Yes, if you've gone to school and you prepared yourself for employment outside of the environment that you've been in, you will be prepared. It's not something that just happens overnight. I don't know if there are support groups out there for people who can uh, join together and help one another go through the emotional piece of retirement. But I will tell you, there are an awful lot of uh, groups and entities out there to help you with your money. Uh, but for me, it was that emotional piece. So, my girlfriend, or one of my friends, was retired. And she was planning on working after retirement. And she was planning on collecting her Social Security benefits. Because, you know, like many, she said, hey, I put into this fund. I want to get out of this fund. And the question on the table was, well, how much can I earn and still get my Social Security benefits? And I said to her, well, you know, you can't make more than nineteen five. I think it's like 19560 19, or 62 or some, some number like that. Go to the socialsecurity.gov benefits page and, and look it up. But, you know, when I told her that you know, you can receive your Social Security benefits if you are considering to uh, request them. However, there is a limit on how much money you can earn and still receive your full benefits. And she looked a little bit dismayed when I told her that. I said, yeah, so if you're under that specific age and if you're younger than the full retirement age and you earn more than the yearly earnings limit, your benefit could be reduced. And I think she fell into that category. I think that she um, I think that she fell into that category. So if you're under the full retirement age for the entire year, they deduct $1 of your benefit payments for every $2 you earn above the annual limit. And the limit is 19500 and some change. In the year that you, re you, you reach your full retirement age, like let's just say, yeah, you're working and you reach full retirement age. Social Security will deduct $1 in benefits for every $3 you earn above the limit. But when you're full retirement age, your earning limit is $51,900 and some change. And they only count your earnings up to the month before you reach your full retirement age. So when you reach full retirement age, if you want to go out there and work and collect Social Security, got to do both, they'll deduct $1 for every $3 you earn when you're over the limit. And the limit is $51,000. 
So if your earnings will be over the limit for the year and you'll receive retirement benefits for part of the year, the Social Security Administration has rules. They always have rules. And these rules let them know to pay your your full Social Security benefit on any whole month they consider you retired, regardless of your earnings. So I encourage you to go to the page and look that up. If you are planning to collect Social Security while you are retired and work at the same time. So that has to be factored into your your earnings. And, you know, look up, and I encourage everyone, research, research, research. Research how all of this is going to affect you. Research how, you know, when you hit that full retirement age. And for everyone, I believe it's based on your birthday, but depending upon the year you were born, it's different. So something you need to think about, something you need to include in your retirement plan for yourself or your retirement plans for you and your spouse. And the um, Social Security Administration.gov's page will give you all the information that you need. And, you know, don't be shy. Pick up the phone and call them. Ask the questions. That's what they're there for. Ask the questions so that you can better educate yourself, so that you can walk into a situation more informed and you can make the right decisions for yourself and your landscape. So managing those emotions, oh my God, you know, it is a tumultuous time and you are full of lots of emotions. And, you know, it's really funny because we've always had the conversations about finance and money and what to do and what not to do and how you should save and who you should be saving with and and all of that. But what I have yet to see is having the conversations about what an idyllic state might look like for retirement. What does my world look like for retirement? What is a healthy retirement? Okay, so my research has shown that there are um, that you're going to have different stages, that you're going to have a different attitude and approach to, towards retirement that is individually you. You're not going to experience the same thing that your girlfriends experienced or, or some of your, your, your guy friends have experienced. Um, and there are going to be different degrees and mood swings that you go through. And one of the things that I tell people that come to me and ask me these questions, because I've gone to several folks and asked them, is that planning stage. You know, oh my God, when do you start planning? For retirement, And again, I'll go back to what I said previously. You start planning for retirement when you start that job. Because you have to be practical. Because you can't wait till the last minute for something like this to occur. So if you plan early, 
If you have bumps in the road, you will be able to recover from some of those bumps. Now, during my planning stage, and I, you know, I had dabbled with it, but I didn't make the decision until my husband was diagnosed. So my planning stage was probably, I don't know, subconsciously my planning stage might have been a year. I don't know. Um, but I felt a great deal of excitement, a great deal of anticipation. It was a milestone in my life, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I finally reached this milestone. I've got so much experience. I can probably go out and get another job if I want to get another job. I can do whatever I want. The world is truly my oyster. And I may not have to worry about financing because I'm retired. And then when I crunched some of the numbers, I went from that emotional high to an extremely emotional low because it was at that point I started thinking and considering the practical aspects of my lifestyle and retirement and what it would take to make me feel like I'm comfortable in my stage of retirement. So now that I've gone through the ups and the downs and oh my goodness, 30 days in, I'm officially retired. And I remember at my retirement ceremony, when I looked out into the crowd of guests that I had, that's when it hit me. It was boom. You are retired. I was like, oh my God. When my master of ceremony handed me a certificate with my name on it and in big bold letters it said retirement I just was jubilant but I had a tingle of sorrow and I was overwhelmed with feelings of of a bitterness, but yet a sweetness, yet a heavy sorrow. Because I knew this was it. And for decades, all the things that I had done, and I had been accustomed to doing, and that uh, schedule that I had, I would not have that anymore. And then I began to feel a sense of freedom, and a sense of liberation, and a sense of, oh my God, girl, you can do whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. And I felt very, very powerful. And then reality started to creep back in. And I felt emotions of disenchantment. Because I had not received my first pension check. I didn't know what I was getting. And I know it had only been a few weeks. But my goodness, what's going on? What did I do? When you are so accustomed to a routine. And that routine changes. Disenchantment starts to creep in. And you start to second guess yourself. And what you have done. And you start to get a little scared. And you start to feel a little disappointed. A little bit disengaged socially. Because those people who were always calling you to solve the problem were not calling you at all. 
Because to them, you did not exist. So you say to yourself, wow, what happened? What did I do? Did I make the right decision? So that's why I share with you, you need to make sure you get yourself a group of individuals who can help you maneuver the disenchantment retirement landscape because you will experience it. If you are healthy and you are retiring because you feel that it's time, you need a support group or a support person or someone to help you get through that disenchantment feeling because it's going to creep in and it's going to creep up. You need to remain socially engaged with individuals that you were engaged with previously. And, you know, before you retire, it might be the time for you to look at your social landscape and ask yourself, you know, once I leave this institution, will these people still be in my life? Am I going to still socialize with them? Or should I find a new group or a new purpose or a new something? Will things still continue to carry forward? Ask yourself that question. That's an emotional question, but it's a, it's a necessary question that you need to ask. And I share that with you because I thank God for my social and emotional connections that I've maintained during my pre-retirement planning, during my disenchantment phase, and now. You need these people in your life more than ever. You need that individual who will serve as your counselor, your voice of reason, just like you went to them when you were experiencing uh, difficult times at work and you needed to think things through and work things through. You're still going to need that type of relationship when you retire. Then there comes the emotion that we call reorientation. And, you know, that's very challenging because it's a time that you reflect and you define what you consider to be your new normal or your transition. And I like the word transition because retirement sounds so final. So I am just going to take retirement and put that under the umbrella of the finances but not under the umbrella of defining who and what I am. So when you reorient yourself and you define who you want to be in this next stage, and believe me, you do have the freedom to define who you want to be in this next phase. It can be extremely exciting. It can be an opportunity for you to reinvent yourself. It can be an opportunity for you to sit down and explore some of those things that you did not have the time to explore. And I'm not just talking hobbies. I'm not just talking, okay, well, I'm going to sit on my deck and read a book in the sun and have a glass of wine uninterrupted. Or, oh, I'm going to spend some more time with my grandchildren and I'm going to try. Yeah, all of that's a part of life. But it doesn't really define who you are. Unless, of course, that is your true definition. That reorientation time 
It's time for you to explore yourself, who you are, and who you want to be during your transition. I know it sounds like, oh my gosh, am I getting a second chance? Yes, you are. You are getting a second chance at experiencing who you want to be in this next chapter of your life. You can untap some passions. You can explore some renewed purposes. You can do a lot of things that you couldn't do before you transitioned into retirement. And that last phase, and this is the phase that Okay, honestly, six months from now, I might be experiencing. But right now, I am not. I'm still in that, let's create that new freedom and that new opportunity phase. But that last phase is stability. This is the stage where your reward is your self-reflection. Your rewards are your definition of who you are. Your reward is your transition. And you have navigated successfully all those emotions that you experienced during your transition to retirement. You are very comfortable in your new skin, in your new groove, in your new way, and how you feel you, you should be moving forward or not moving at all. You are very comfortable in who you have defined for yourself. And I know that I am on my way there. And here's how I know that. My husband and my children have said to me on different occasions... And individually, I might add, you are less stressed. You are more relaxed. You are grooving differently. And I had to step back and reflect on that. And oh my God, they were so right. I am grooving differently. I am more relaxed. I am able to say, you know, I had a strict regimen of how I did things. And when I did things, I don't have that regiment anymore. Like, for example, Sunday. On Sundays, I would make sure that my wardrobe for Monday through Friday was laid out. And all I had to do was take my clothes off my, my mannequin and put them on my body and go on forth and go to work. My appointments for the week were scheduled and everything was planned out so that I could move forward with as little hassle as possible. When my children were living with me, their clothes were put out for the entire week as well. Uh, there was additional foods that were in the refrigerator so that we could grab and go. I was extremely, extremely organized. Yes, I was a very organized mother, okay? If my kids learned nothing from me, they learned organization is the key to success. Organization is the key to doing what you need to do to have a smoother landscape. I don't do that anymore. And it is wonderful. Because during that time of my life, that was something that 
was needed in order to move forward from one week to the next. That sense of urgency, that requirement is no longer valid in my life. I have been freed up. I have a renewed purpose. And I like my purpose. So this is Angela from the Substance of Life Experience podcast. Today's conversation was all about the emotions that you go through for retirement. Our next conversation, we're going to be talking about finances and money. And keep in mind, one of my cynical sides says, somebody out there always wants to separate you from your money. Let's be smart about it. I hope you have a wonderful week.